G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we are doing another mock draft. 12 teams, 9 category head-to-head. Let's go! G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys NBA and on Instagram at Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball. Today, like we said, we're doing another mock draft. We're going to have a few mocks over the next week or so leading into the... Uh, it's fantasy draft season right now, baby. So we are doing lots of mocks. Um, we've just launched our uh, must draft and do not draft players. So if you haven't already, go and check those out. Going through all rounds of the draft and picking the best and worst valued players uh, for fantasy basketball leagues. Today, we're doing a nine-category head-to-head mock draft. I'm going to be picking at pick two, um, likely to get Giannis at that spot and trying out a bit of a punt free throw build. So, um, yeah, make sure you guys are subscribed. Hit the like down button below. um, Thumb it up so we can get this mock draft cracking but we are going to be starting in just a little bit here, guys. Um, make sure you guys, like I said, are subscribed. Tomorrow, we're going to be having a video coming out talking about all the quote-unquote risky players in the NBA and also injured guys and where I'd be drafting them. Um, I think also later today, I'm going to be uploading um, a Q&A podcast that people have sent over some questions at ballboysmba.com. If you want to have your questions answered, um, on those podcasts, go over to ballboysnba.com and sign up to become a subscriber today for just 10 bucks for the whole season. Um, there'll probably be one more uh, just before next weekend as well, where I'll go through everyone's questions before the start of the season that I upload to YouTube. But then we're going to continue to do those ones during the season that um, will just go up onto the website alone in sort of a podcast format. So, um, yeah, make sure head over to ballboysnba.com to subscribe over there, just 10 bucks. And again, if you do subscribe, don't cancel the subscription straight away. You will lose access to those rankings. Um, the, the subscriptions will cancel at the end of the season, so you won't be charged again as well. So let's head on over into the draft room now. 15 seconds on the clock. We are underway. Um, just make sure um, that everyone's in the room. Okay, we should be right to go. I think I've seen everyone in the draft room so far. But we are underway. Starting now, 45 second clock. Big people are going in and out. So, Giannis, uh, sorry, yeah, Jokic off the board. I'm going to be taking Giannis here. So, Giannis and Kumpo, uh, punt free throws. He's my number two guy. I think Jokic number one is always the right thing to do. So, I'm going to be taking Giannis, who is actually center eligible. Uh, I did not realize that, but Giannis is going to be my pick here. And pretty obvious, he's going to be punt free throw guy for me. So, um, 
We'll see how this sort of draft works. I, I know I've talked about a lot in the past. I've got, and in the sort of um, uh, must-draft video, we talked about Kyrie Irving, all that sort of stuff. I do have a pretty clear consensus top 13. Um, so for me, um, I would like to be, if I could choose... Um, uh, if I could choose, I'd be pick one or two, get Giannis or Jokic. And then if I can't get that, I'd be 11 or 12. And then other than that, yeah, the middle of the draft is not my favorite spot to be, um, not my favorite, favorite spot to be drafting. After my pick at Giannis, Embiid went at three, Durant went at four, Harden at five, Luca at six. I think that's all very, very reasonable. Tyrese Halliburton at six. Sorry, yeah, sorry, at seven. I think that's a little high for me. I personally might have a Jason Tatum there. Um, Tyrese, he's he's nice and he's a bit of a hype guy this preseason. I think the points are going to be a bit of a struggle. Um, now, I've got no trouble um, punting points, but just as long as you guys are aware, I don't think he's going to be a 20-point-per-night scorer. Um, he hasn't reached this spot yet, and you're drafting him over players like Tatum, Steph Curry, um, Trey Young, Lamelo, um, who are guys that I think have a better shot at first round value. It's not terrible. I think I'd probably just, he's sort of the 13th guy in that clear top 13 that I have. Um, so at seven, it's a little high. Then goes Jason Tatum, who I've been getting a lot of uh, times at pick eight. So he goes at eight again here in this draft. Um, I like that selection there. Lamelo Ball at nine, Steph at 10, Lillard at 11. That's all fine. I think the picks here should be Carl Anthony Towns and Trey Young. If you get those back-to-back, I think that's the right way to go. Uh, let's see if Styles of Beyond does this at pick 12. That's at least what I would be doing. What are we going to do here, Styles of Beyond? He's requested pick 12. He, he's obviously practicing for his draft. He's gone Trey. Who's he going to pair with him? I'd be going Carl Anthony Towns here. Get my center locked away. Centers are hard to find this year. I did a mock draft um, yesterday by the time this video comes out with Josh Lloyd, and I did take Carl Anthony Towns at pick 10, you know, expecting that maybe he might not be a first-round guy, but the center spot when you can get good points, threes, assists, free throw percentage, good rebounds from that spot, um, it, I think it's more valuable than what he actually ends up as like a per-game ranked player. So Carlton Towns does go at pick number 12 with Trey Young pairing. I think that's an awesome start to the draft. Anthony Davis to go with Damian Lillard is, is interesting. You, um, you're you all, um, you know, I don't know, the free throws. Lillard is one of the best free throws guys out there. So you might be able to salvage a bit of that with an Anthony Davis. He does have upside. I personally am going Kyrie Irving in that situation and um, leaning into a bit more of a punt field goal percentage build. I think that's what I'd be doing. Um, LeBron James goes after him. Devin Booker after that as well. Um, all fine selections. Again, for me, and maybe I'm just higher on this guy. Yeah, and there goes Kyrie Irving. So this this guy here has started the exact same way that I've started both my um, locked-on fantasy basketball team. I think that I, I also got Tatum in the... 20-team um, pro league that we're doing over at Fantasy Basketball International. Um, obviously, that's a 20-team league, so I didn't get Kyrie on the way back. But I think that that's an, that's an excellent start to a draft, in my opinion, because you're really strong in points. You're really strong in free throw percentage. Your field goal percentage is actually still decent, even though you've got two guys who are who are good in a few of those other categories. Um, Irving gives you a few a steals as well. Um, the turnovers aren't horrendous, so you've still got some options. Maybe you'll get a punt block build. Personally, is what I'd be looking at. Um, so that's I like that start, and I've done it obviously a few times myself. Anthony Edwards again going early at pick number eighteen. Um, 
It's just a bit too early for me, man. I'd much rather get a Paul George. I'd much rather get a DeJounte Murray. Um, I'd probably even rather go Cade Cunningham at that point. Then I'd start to look at him after that. So it's coming back around to me. I'm definitely interested in Rudy Gobert. I am definitely interested in Jar. I am Fred Van Vliet goes. Okay, come on. Come on, Gobert. I want to make sure that I just get my blocks. I want my blocks locked up and away early. And uh, obviously, Gobert's free throw percentage, I don't give a hoot about. Um, so, come on. Two picks. Make it back to me, Rudy Gobert. No one here wants to punt free throws, right? What are we going? Who are we pairing with Kevin Durant? I reckon DeJounte Murray not, might not be a bad pick with this guy here. Boost up your steals. Maybe you lean into a punt threes kind of build or a punt blocks. What are we doing? Oh, fuck. He took my guy. Okay. Rudy Gobert goes. So that's who I wanted. What am I going to do at this spot here? Hmm. Where am I going to get my blocks? Am I going to wait around? Or maybe I go Jar. And it might be early, but then do I then get Evan Mobley? I know it's early. I need those blocks, though. See, this is where some people might consider Zion. I think there's a bit of redundancy there. I'm going to go with Jar. Because I want to be strong in my points. I want to be strong in my assists. So let's go Jar at pick number 23. It's the earlier side of where I'd be drafting him. But again, with Giannis, Gobert went, which was my number one target. Jar there is number two. Bam, I could consider if he comes back around. Do I go a Bam or Mobley? Well, okay, can't go Bam. Ah, shit, maybe I should have gone Bam. Maybe I should have gone Bam instead of Jar. I wonder if Jar would have made it back to me. Maybe he wouldn't. Maybe he would have. Huh. I'm very conscious of blocks. Cade goes. So I can get Evan Mobley. It's pick 26. It's early. Sabonis. I don't like getting Sabonis at this point. You know what? It's early, but I don't want to. I don't want to reach later. I think Mobley gives me the best chance of getting some good scoring. I think he could really blow up this year. Let's do it. Let's go, Evan Mobley. I probably, looking back on this mock draft, maybe I should have gone Bam first and then hope that Jar makes it back to me in the next round, but. I just want to do this to illustrate to, to the fact that, obviously, I'm punting free throws, so I don't give a shit if Evan Mobley's free throws don't improve from last year. In, in a punt free throw build, he was already sort of top 50 in his rookie season. Um, at pick 26, it is early. The block elements of this season in particular with Rudy Gobert um, already off the board, uh, Robert Williams injured, I don't really want to risk with... Um, you know, Chris Stamps Pazingas in this kind of a build, his free throw percentage and threes aren't going to be super valuable to me. So I'm definitely leaning into that punt free throw, punt um, uh, threes build 
as well here. I want to make sure I'm looking after my points. So I think Mobley will give me more points than someone like a Miles Turner. Um, I wanted the blocks over a DeMontis Sabonis. And again, DeMontis Sabonis won't really give me um, you know, the steals. The rebounds and assists are nice, yes. But I think I can get a little bit more of those later. Maybe if I can get someone like a Ben Simmons in, in the next round, I can kind of do that, whereas I don't think the, the blocks are much harder and more scarce category. So that's why I've, I've gone Mobley over a Sabonis there, even though it might be a little bit of a reach when it comes to the nine category ranking side of things. From a team construction point of view, I, I, I do prefer it. Zion was the other one. Um, it would have helped my scoring. Um, you know, there's a little bit of injury concerns there. I'm not yet convinced about the defensive stats. If he is there on the way back, I will draft him. Um, but for me, at that point, it's just it's just a bit too early. Um, since that pick, so after my pick of Mobley at 26, we had Jimmy Butler going 27, Sabonis 28, Pascal Siakam at 29, Beal at 30, Garland at 31, Chris Paul at 32. All fine picks uh, for me. Sabonis, I'm, I'm myself personally, I'm down on Sabonis. I've got him more towards the end of the 30s, 40s. Um, personally, I think that's a bit different to consensus. I just don't really love... Big guys who don't give me threes, who are poor free throw shooters, and don't get me blocks. That's just a team building kind of thing for me. Zion then goes at 34, so he doesn't make it back to me. Um, going with the team with LeBron James and Steph Curry. Look, it's a it's a unconventional pairing, but I don't hate it. Um, yeah, well, actually, no, I don't love it either, though. <laughs> um, look, it definitely helps your field goal percentage. You probably are now into a punt free throw build, even though you do have Steph Curry. You know, maybe, I don't know, are you trying to salvage the threes? I mean, LeBron will give you some threes as well, so maybe the defensive stats are a little bit out there. Donovan Mitchell at 35, I think that's fine. That's where I'd be looking to take him. Kawhi Leonard, did he actually fall all the way back there? Okay, so 30, what was that? 36, Kawhi Leonard, he has paired it with Kristaps Porzingis on the turn. I like both those players in isolation, but to get them together, that makes me very, very nervous. I mean, you've got two safe guys to start off with. I'd, I'd be happy to take one of them, but I don't think I'd, I'd go both. I'd rather in that situation go someone like a Drew Holiday. So maybe you want Porzingis and get the blocks and go with a Drew, who feels a lot safer to me. I've done that in a few drafts where I've gotten Drew after getting Kyrie because of that reason. Um, I mean, that's insane... I am surprised to see Kawhi go that late. Uh, I know the thing is about Kawhi, though, the more I've looked into his playoff schedule, it's just terrible. Um, And in a head-to-head format, really make sure you know your playoff schedule for Kawhi um, because he's got low games to begin with. And in those weeks with low games, he's also got the back-to-back issues as well. So he might be playing two games in your playoffs for, you know, a couple of weeks in a row. And that's just, that's pretty, that's pretty tough. That is pretty tough. As good as he is, um... Yeah, it, it is pretty tough to, to justify that in your first couple of rounds. Um, but yeah, 36, fuck. That's, um, that is, that's as low as I've seen him go. Um, the fact he went over Chris Paul, yeah. Yeah, very interesting. DeAndre Ayton just comes off the board at 41. Before him was Vucevic, Shea at 39, which I think is fine. Um, I've seen him go, he's got a big range. I think I've seen him go earlier. I've seen him go later in the fifties because people are scared of people tanking and things like that. Um, it's a risky team here. AK lover, Steph Curry, LeBron, Zion, Shea. 
There's a bit of risk there. I mean, not the worst, but there is just a little bit of risk there at that point. Dana Barros, okay. That was an auto pick, but I'm going to leave it because I think DeMar DeRozan at that point is fine. Um, And I think that that obviously suits their build, so I'm okay with that. Darren Fox goes at that point. He was someone that I wanted to come back to me. Okay, who am I looking at here? Jarrett Allen. I'm conscious of my scoring. So I don't want to go too heavy with the non-scoring guys just yet. Although Giannis, Jar, Evan Mobley, that's pretty good in terms of points. What am I looking for here? Deals are a bit low. Now, here's... I I do want Ben Simmons here. I think I might be able to get him on the way back around. I don't think Kaboy's going to go Ben Simmons at that point. So, what I'm going to do is see if I can get a Jarrett Allen at this spot, at pick 47. Let's do that. And then hopefully Ben Simmons comes back around to me. So then I've started off with some really nice assists, some really good blocks with Allen and Mobley, some good points in Morant, Giannis. I might need to get some more points and assists later, but we can see if we can do that. Just don't take Ben Simmons here, Cowboy. Terry, okay, that's fine. At 48, I think that's good. That's actually decent value. Don't mind that at all. I reckon you go Brandon Ingram here, Cowboy. Or who do we think is going to be? CJ? Nah, he's going to go Ingram. Miles Turner. Oh, that's right. Miles Turner is a fair way down on the fan tracks uh, list here. So, shit, maybe I should have gone Turner instead of Jared Allen. Although, I do like Allen's um, rebounding and field goal percentage a little better. All right, let's go Ben Simmons here. He made it back to me. Ben Simmons, Jama Rant, that's some great assists. He looks good. I'm pretty happy with, with how he's looking. I know that there's a lot of risk there uh, associated with him. Um, I think it might be overblown. I think that, you know, he obviously had a legitimate back injury. The fact that he's out there with the first preseason game gives me good confidence. It it it, it makes me feel a little better. Um, and in a punt free throw build and a punt threes build, which is what I'm doing here, like he's, he's top 20 kind of value, you know, just the most unique stat set. Josh Giddy goes at 52. I think it's a little early. He does look really good though in preseason. Um, so it's not insane. Um, yeah, maybe the Shea injury is boosting what he looks like at the moment. Um, yeah, I think, um, but he looks good. He looks very good. Always love to see it with the Aussies. The Aussies, Josh Giddy and uh, and Dyson Daniels. We, we seem to have some good, some good tall point guards um, <laughs> coming out of Australia at the moment. So that must just be our thing. After Josh Giddy went Julius Randle, too early for me. I'm not a big fan of that selection. I'm sorry, uh, what it do, baby. Although, what are you, punting field goal percentage? The fact that he's not a center in Fantrax, I'm not sure if he, I can't remember if he's a center on Yahoo or, or any other sites, but the fact he's not a center, I think, does hurt him in, in this kind of a format because, 
you do have to reach for some of your centers in, in like that real heavy punt field goal percentage build. Um, I like Siakam in that build there, but Randall to me is too early. I think you could have got him in the next round. Uh, after that went Shengun. The hype is real here, guys. Jordan Poole, Jalen Green, Brendan Ingram, a lot of hype guys in that um, in that kind of a range here. So, uh, yeah. I don't know, maybe a bit early on some of those guys, but it could hit. This is always, I always find this part of the draft a real awkward, awkward part of the draft. There's a, there's a lot of different guys that I, I could see being top 50, and I'm not super confident in any one particular person. Um, so, yeah, I do find that this is where I'm okay to start. If you've got a guy out there that you really like, like if you're just a huge Brunson guy and... I think I think it's okay. Look, it, to me personally, it's a little bit early for for a player like that. I think Yaka Pertle is great value at that point. Um, if you know Miles Turner and Allen weren't on the board, he would definitely be someone that I would have had a look at. And obviously, this person again, yeah, not really a punt free throw team per se, but maybe just not heavily looking after it. Kevin Porter Jr. going at that spot, I like that selection. Um, I think the free throw on this team is strong enough to absorb that. They're obviously, what are they punting? Not too sure. Maybe, I mean, steals, but Kawhi's there. Maybe just the value on Kawhi was super, too good to get away from. Turnovers, perhaps. Good points there. Yeah, CJ McCollum at 61. I think that's fine. I wonder what's going to happen with this free throw percentage, but I'm, cautiously optimistic that it gets back. OG Ananobi is falling in some of these mock drafts that I'm doing, and I, I'm interested to know why. Um, I think it's that, like, post-hype sleeper kind of a player. He was 52nd last season, and I don't see anything changing. And he had a lot of injuries last year as well. Like, he was in and out. I think he had COVID twice. Uh, I remember because he was on a lot of my teams, and uh, it was very frustrating, his availability last season. And... Um, yeah, he's like, we're at 63 now. So, you know, do we expect him to get worse? And we're, we're taking a lot of these guys that we expect to be better, but how much better are they going to be? I, I feel like OG is someone that I would easily take before Shangun, Poole, Jalen Green, Brunson, um, even someone players that I like, like Kevin Porter Jr., um, you know, Keldon Johnson. He just um, He's just solid. I know it's maybe not as exciting as it was last year, and Scotty Barnes has definitely thrown a wet blanket over the uh, the hype that is OG Ananobi. But um, yeah, I think he's someone who's being a little bit undervalued. He's still going to get you 18, 6, 3.5 assists, 1.5 steals, 2.5 to 3 threes. I still think he's, he's, going, yeah, he's going under the radar a bit. Jonas Valanciunas, Devin Vassell. I'm big in on Devin Vassell this season. Um, obviously, he might go later in this in a lot of drafts if you're drafting against people who are not as switched on. But obviously, I'm versing guys who listen to my content, so they know how much I love Devin Vassell. So I think that's fine. A good spot to take him there. Personally, would have him ahead of Keldon Johnson and, and maybe Jalen Green. Wow, that is early on Herb Jones. Very, very early. I cannot get around that. What was that? Pick 60... What was that? Pick 66? Wow. Way, way too early for me. I just don't see the room of him getting better. And there goes OG. So OG and an OB went at 68 and Herb Jones went at 66. That is crazy to me. OG might have more steals than Herb Jones this season. Um, and he's going to do a whole lot else. Wow. Um, yeah. 
I I can't quite wrap my head around that one. That's the that's the earliest I've seen him go. Interesting, interesting. I would love to know the uh, the reason behind that pick there, but I don't know. I mean, he was he was good last year. No, you know what? No, I can't I can't justify it. I was I was trying to talk myself into it, but I, I no, I, I can't justify that one. Unfortunately, uh, not to say that you don't know what you're doing, Dana uh, Barris, but. You've made a few picks that I... Oh, Tyrese maybe just a little early. Maybe just, just that Herb Jones one. I can't, yeah, not really as sure on that one there. Jamal Murray just went. I think that's great value for Jamal. And it's back onto me. Okay, now what am I looking for here? I still need to get some good points here. Um... Christian Wood is someone I'm looking at. Paolo Boncaro. In this kind of a build, I like Paolo. Because I don't have to worry about his... I, I think he might lack a bit of threes and the percentages I don't think are going to be amazing. Okay, let's go Paolo here. Because I think he can also give me some out-of-position assists. Rebound should be solid. And... I think there's a couple of big guys that I can get on the way back. So I'm looking at Yusuf Nurkic. I'm looking at Wendell Carter Jr. I'm looking at Christian Wood. So some of those big guys that I think will be there um, that I don't think, you know, I don't mind which one. I think one of them will come back around to me. The points are getting a little bit lower though. So who do we think is going to score the most out of Wood, Carter, and Nurkic. Nurkic is probably going to score the least. And there goes Larry Marketing. Okay, so I've got a decision here. Or do I just go Tyrese Maxey, who is absolutely lighting it up right now in preseason? Is he my ticket for some points? Hmm. Can I... How's my team looking in points? I think... I think I do need to score more. Let's do that, actually. Let's go, and I need to fill in some guards. Let's go Tyrese Maxey at that point. At 74, um, I just need that scoring. He could get 20 a game, um, which I think is is valuable at this point in the draft. Um, and I think that there might be some big guys later available. So Because I'm punting free throws, I'm punting uh, threes. I don't really care about, you know, I can grab some of those guys like that are big negatives in those categories. You know, you've got players like Jalen Smith. I do like me some PJ Washington this year. So there's a few big guys later that I think I can get. Mitchell Robinson, all of these kind of guys, Claxton, I do really like. So I think just the value of those points, I needed to pull the trigger there. A couple of injured guys going after me. So Rob Williams going at... um, Oh, I can't remember what that was now, but after me in the seventh round, Mikael Bridges in the seventh round, Jaron Jackson Jr., Jalen Smith. To me, this is too early for those those injured players. Now, I will be putting out a injured uh, players or risky players where to draft um, video podcast tomorrow. Um, and for me, um, to give a little spoiler for that video, but for those kind of guys, I, I want to be making... Um, yeah, I'm going to be making those guys more of a priority towards the end of the ninth, 10th round. Once my starting roster spot is getting it's getting a bit more full. So for me, that's a bit too early personally. There's just a lot of downside. I am worried about Rob Williams' knees. 
Um, I think that they're both going to be out a similar amount of time, maybe two or three months of the season they're going to miss, and they're going to be slow to ramp back up. Um, in saying that, though, in the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Bowl, I did draft Jaron Jackson Jr. at 101. So I think, and that, to me, that's obviously on the that's on the earlier side, personally. Um, I would have liked to have got him later, but in that league, I didn't have a center at that point, so I really needed to get one. After those couple of picks there, P.J. Washington Jr. went. I like that pick. Russell went. Good. Trey Jones. Little high for me. I think the upside isn't that great. I know assists are tough, so it's not the worst thing, but I just think that there's a little bit too much hype for Trey Jones at the moment. Um, So I'll I'll push back a little bit on that one. Um, You know, yeah. I I think it's fine. It's not a huge bust, but I just think they might be better. I'd rather someone like a Tyler Hero. Um, Christian Wood went between those two guys as well. So, yeah, I think Trey Jones, just a little bit too high for me there. I'd rather get him sort of round eight, round nine. Um, if I could, it does depend on how the assists are going. Like maybe, I know Draymond did the points and things like that, but Marcus Smart, I'd much rather who's still on the board. Um, even a Kyle Lowry, I think I'd prefer just more safety in their role. Wendell Carter Jr. goes, and Michael Porter Jr. then goes after that at 85. I think Michael Porter Jr. is good value at this point. Um, if you need what he does, I, I think that's about where he should go, personally. Um, some people will say that he's got, you know, big upside. I I just, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's about right. I, I don't think it's a huge steal, but I don't think it's... It's early. I, th- I think that's just about where it should go. Keegan Murray goes after that at pick 86. Um, and then Yusuf Nurkic goes. So a lot of those big guys that I was wanting to get back to me are going, but I still think that maybe some of these guys should make it back to me. Um, one thing I do need to get, which does actually, and it might even be too late, is steals. My steals are looking pretty thin, and with bloody um, Herb Jones going... There goes Clint. Okay. So maybe Draymond? Points hurt. Marcus Smart, maybe he's someone that can get back to me. I want to address those steals if I can. If I can get someone who can do that for me. I want to address that. I don't want to completely throw it away because I have completely thrown away the free throw percentage and the threes. Even if my steals aren't the best, maybe I'm not elite in that category, I want to still be somewhat okay in that in that area. Jeez, okay, now I'm starting to get nervous that some of these guys aren't coming back to me. Nick, Nick Claxton was a guy that I was counting on to make it, but uh, no, not to be, not to be. He does go later in a few of these other drafts, but I mean, again, these are, these are people that listen to my content, listen to my podcast. They know I'm pretty keen on Nick Claxton. He did look good in the preseason game. He started, which I obviously thought he would. Um, you know, he might not get 30 minutes a night, but 26 to 28 minutes, he's still going to be putting up to me, especially if you don't care about free throw percentage and threes. That's, a, that's an awesome, awesome pick um, for, for me personally. And this team, again, maybe they're... Yeah, I can't. You've made some good picks and some picks that I don't quite understand. So I don't, I don't quite know what's going on there. Marcus Smart, Draymond Green, going. Jeez, okay. A few of the guys in my queue are getting taken. Ugh. Who do I go here? Oh, it's coming up to me. Um, I'm gonna have to. What are we at? Pick ninety-four. Have to address this steal situation. 
there actually is a surprisingly thin amount of steals when it comes to this point in the draft. Um, Gary Trent would be useless on my team. Um, geez, do I do I then do I lean into a bit more of a punt steals? Gordon Hayward goes. Hmm. What do I do here? Pick ninety five. Huh. Tough decisions. Tough decisions. Suggs. I can carry his field goal percentage. He didn't look great in the preseason game, but then again, neither did any of the Magic players. Um, let's go... Oh, shit. Let's go Suggs. Let's go Suggs. He fills out my last guard. I, I think I want to still get that... Um, I still want to get those steals up. I can absorb his field goal percentage, I believe, when I've got Simmons, Allen, Mobley, Giannis, um, and I want those steals and assists. And then I'm going to get a big guy on the way back here. Uh, Vanderbilt is another one that I could go. He is starting. They're they're going big over there in uh, Utah. They are going big with Markinen. Vanderbilt and Olenek all starting together, which is interesting. Um, not the starting lineup that I would have picked, although it isn't it isn't terrible. All right, let's go Mitchell Robinson here at 98. Really just lock away some good field goal percentage and blocks. That should help me there, especially with a couple of poor field goal guys that I've drafted earlier. Um, I still need a forward to round out my roster. That should be easy enough to find. Um, Okay, so after me then goes Buddy Heald, Gary Trent. I think that's a good little spot for those guys. Buddy Heald looks like he's going to start. He'll probably beat this ranking while he's in Indiana. Um, He was good with assists last year um, when he got traded. So I think that that's a good spot to get him. And then if he gets traded and he drops off, then it's not the end of the world. Cam Johnson, that's a nice selection there by Coach Carter. Um, I think that he definitely is someone who's benefiting from the weirdness that's going on in Phoenix. He should be seeing more minutes this season. He's not going to be crazy high in terms of upside, um, but should be giving you good points, good threes on good efficiency. You know, five rebounds, a couple of assists, and maybe he gets a steal per game. So just all-around solid numbers. Uh, Congo at 103 might be a little early. Um, you're still filling out your starting roster spot. I don't know if you can meet that in a backup role, and you might be waiting a while for that change to happen. I do think that at some point, Capella does move to the bench. Um, I'm like 60-40 on that. Um 55-45, so it's by no means a certainty. Um, if I had to, gun to my head, choose who's starting at the end of the season for the Hawks, I would say a Kongu, but it might take a while, and it's just, I'd rather take him a little bit later. Zubats goes after that. I think that's fine for him. Kuzma, yep, that's okay. Tobias Harris, yes, this is where I want to be taking Tobias Harris. I've been um, maybe... Going a bit hard at the old uh, Tobias Harris and a lot of these um, do not draft lists. And I just, he was really bad after James Harden. But this is a fine spot for him. So 106, cool, that's great. If you just want a guy that does all the 
all the boring things, decent percentages, scores okay, uh, rebounds okay, but just subpar and everywhere else pretty much. Isaiah Jackson at 107, fine. Yep, he was in my queue as you guys would have seen before. Um Yep, could smash this, but we'll start the season out as a backup, so we'll need to be patient. But he could even get close to this. Probably won't reach this high, but could be like a top 130 guy in limited minutes in a backup role. So I think that's fine. Um, And to finish off the ninth round, who are we going here, Styles of Beyond? I reckon you're going to take Sadiq Bey here at this point. This is my guess. Who have we got? Malcolm Brogdon. Okay, look, I don't hate it. I think it's. I think it's decent. He he um he seems better to me now with the injury to um, Gallinari. I think with Robert Williams out, they're going to be playing small ball a lot more. I took him in a dynasty league, the dynasty thirty, with all the other fantasy basketball analysts out there. I think I got him at like one hundred and fifty or something like that. So I was pretty happy to get him there. Um. So, yeah, and then. Monty Morris, that's a bit of a steal. No, good picks there, Styles of Beyond. Good good grab of the assist. That's pretty much like the last of the assists on the board. Um, well, at least in, in big quantities, in my opinion, that you can rely on without huge negatives elsewhere. So I think those were good selections there. RJ Barrett goes. Spencer Dinwiddie after that. That's fine. Um, they're not good fantasy players, but they definitely do feel the need for points, um, which obviously are difficult to find at this point. I probably prefer Spencer just, um, just because he does a little more in threes and assists. Um, Sadiq Bay goes. I think that's good spot for Sadiq Bay. He's going to give you points in threes. Um, Boyan Bogdanovich might take a little bit of the usage away from him and do a bit more of what he does, but maybe better. So I think that actually is a sneaky bit of a hit to his value, that trade. Um, looks like they'll start with him at least to start the season. So there's that. If Vanderbilt comes back to me, I'm definitely taking him. Um, otherwise, I need to think of a backup plan. I do like me some Jaden McDaniels. Hartenstein is there. I've got Mitchell Robinson, so it's almost a little bit of a handcuff there, which I don't mind to do, especially when Hartenstein can provide me value in a reserve role as it is. Kelly Olynyk is still there, and if he's starting, he could be putting up fantasy stats. Who else have we got on the board? Brandon Clark. I think this is, this is about right for Brandon Clark. I had him previously as a top 100 guy, but now that I, I'm, I've revised, obviously, I initially thought he might start, um, but now it looks like Santi Aldama is going to be the starter. He'll be coming off the bench. Should still get minutes in sort of the low to mid-20s. He's a good per minute guy, but it's again, it's a lot of free throw. Sorry, a lot of field goal percentage, rebounds. The, the defensive stats haven't really been there, so I think that the upside's not as high as I thought it would be. While Jaron Jackson Jr. is out, um, oh, you bastard, sugar-free mocker. Oh, I've wanted Jared Vanderbilt there at one eighteen. Oh, you bastard. Fuck. Okay, what do I do here? Um, is it McDaniel's time? Is it McDaniel's time? What do I do here? All right, let's go. Let's go, Jaden. Get that last forward spot. He's he's my guy. I I like Jaden McDaniel's. 
I think he's going to see more minutes this season. Um, I can see the steals jumping up, playing a bit more small forward with you know good defensive guys like Gobert behind him. He's, he's going to be able to take a bit more of a gamble. Um, yeah, I just think that McDaniel's is going to be he's going to be a good solid guy. Not the highest of upsides, but he's starting. He's going to play good minutes. And at this point, where I'm still finishing out my roster here. Um, I'm happy to just take that. And I think then I'm going to be looking at Hartenstein for the next one and do a little bit of a handcuff with him and Mitch Robb, assuming that Coboy doesn't screw with me here. Come on. Good. Okay. Let's go Hartenstein. And I'm pretty set with my bigs now, with my blocks, rebounds, field goal percentage. So I probably just need to get some steals. Um... Some late points if I can, which, again, is difficult. Um, but the good thing about Hartenstein, he gives me gives me some assists from the center position. He can get he can get a steal per game. He can get blocks. He, he's, I, just, I just think he's really good. I think he's really good. Um, I thought he's better than Zubac when he was back in the Clippers. I think he's better than Mitch Robertson. Um, and he showed out in the first prison game. And surely, if he keeps playing as well as he does, you can't keep him off the court. You can't keep him off the court. After my Hartenstein pick went Josh Hart, who I don't believe started in the first game, but played well. Um, Isaiah Stewart, Brooke Lopez after that. Chris Duarte, who seems like he's got the starting job over Ben Matherin in Indiana. Um, Apparently, I was talking to Josh earlier today that Ben Matherin hasn't been doing so well or or is a bit slow on taking up some of the game plan, which is interesting. Um, Rookies tend tend to do that. I was moderately cool on Matherin as a, as a prospect. Kelly Olynyk after... So, sorry, Mo Bamba then went. Um, Bojan Bogdanovic, Kelly Olynyk. I think those are all decent selections, except for maybe the Bamba pick. It's a bit early for me. I think he's just a streamer guy. 18 minutes a night. I'd rather these other guys behind him that are, you know, confirmed starters at least to start the season. Harrison Barnes, although I don't think has the highest upside, even if he is starting. So, yeah, not really in on that pick. I would love for DeAnthony Melton to come back to me. I don't know if he will here, though. Boshon, sorry, Bones, Narshawn, Bones, Highland is falling. He normally goes earlier than this. Ayo Sumnu, I think that's a bit early for him. He's fine as a last-round pick, but not in the 11th round. There's definitely a lot of other guys I'd rather take ahead of him. Uh, that's for sure. There's still a while to come back to me. The only, the only problem about, you know, I said before, I like drafting at either 1 or 2 or, or 11 and 12 is it's a long time between your picks. It is a long time between your picks and, and you you do sometimes struggle to get, you know, the value of guys falling. Whereas if you are in the middle of the, the draft, you know, you might get someone that falls further than they should. You know, maybe someone who was a good example. Uh OG is a good example. He fell way too far. Um, I never had an opportunity to get him at my pick, but uh, yeah, he fell way too far and, and you were able to get him if you were in the middle of the draft. Um, yeah, so just just easier to get those guys that fall in drafts in the middle. Um, so that's that's the upside there. So it's not a total disaster. I guess we, we obsess a bit too much on those first couple of rounds. So, um, But yeah, I think that's just something to remember. Steven Adams goes... That's fine if you're punting free throw percentage, which it looks like this team definitely has leaned into, but that makes me question the selections of Tyler Hero. And obviously, you started with Damian Lillard. Of course, Tyler Hero is you know, decent in points 
assists are okay as well. So it's not not terrible. Um, maybe you could have got someone better, although at that point, I think that's okay. So Stephen Adams, I think, is, is fine, especially if you're punting that free throw percentage. He's a great rebounder. Um, you know, the assistant steals are not too bad for a center either. Markel Fultz goes. I think that's good value on Fultz. Um, he shouldn't be out for too long. Broken toe, like it's not, it's not ideal. The one, the one thing that I don't like about that injury is just the timing of it. The fact that there's a bit of a position battle between he and Cole Anthony, you know, Suggs is going to have more time and the, you know, he might, might be locked in a little bit more. So the timing of it sucks but I still think that he's going to be back before Gary Harris and they're going to prioritize him ahead of Gary Harris. So there should be a nice three-man rotation there at the, the guard spots um, in Orlando. So I think that's that's a good pick there, in my opinion. Brooks then goes, and there goes Bones Highland. Bones Highland at 140? Man, that's awesome. That's awesome, awesome value. He could smash this. Um, no, I'm, I'm in on that. And there goes D'Anthony Melton. Fuck me. Okay, I'm going to have to reset here. Oh, the guys I wanted did not make it to me. Probably was wishful thinking. Jeez. Okay. Patrick Williams is someone that I'm interested in. Tari Eason, although maybe he's a next round kind of a a situation. Robert Covington. Don't love it. Let's go Pat Williams. And um, hope for a little bit of a breakout there. Um, he should be starting, should be getting lots of minutes. So, that, again, that's what I like around this point. I'm less keen on grabbing guys like a James Wiseman, like a, uh, who's another example, like a Daniel Gafford, JaVale McGee, when I just know they're not going to start. They're not going to see the opportunity um, to break out, to get the, you know, I, I like those guys in the last two rounds. It's a bit nitpicky, but. Again, you're still going to be using these guys in a lot of regular rotations, especially daily changes leagues, which is what this mock draft is representing. Um, Precious goes there. I think that's fine. He should be seeing an increase in minutes. Now, do I go my guy Tari Eason here? I love him. Stuff it. Let's do it. He's my guy this year. I'm telling you guys, I love me some Tari he looked really good as well. I was big on him in the draft, like just from an NBA point of view. I had him in my top 10. He went at 17. Um, the Rockets, perfect landing spot. He he played behind um, Eric Gordon, which I did predict to start the season, and Jay Sean Tate wasn't there, but he played really well. I think they're going to be motivated to trade Eric Gordon. It might be a case that you drop him a week or two into the season. That's fine, but... On the, on the slight chance that he gets 24 minutes a night, he could absolutely smash this. And um, I think, for me, it's worth the punt. It absolutely is worth the punt. Um, so that's where I'm happy to draft him. Last couple of rounds, I probably don't want to go any sooner than that. So, like I said, this is where I take the real fly, guys. Even if they're not a bit murky with their role, um, if they're coming off the bench, I'm, I'm happy to take the flies here. Um but the first 12 rounds, I know, again, I'm just making arbitrary rules up. You could do it in reverse. And if you have a guy that you're really keen on, get him around earlier and then go a safer guy there. But by then, you, you, you're really scraping the bottom of the barrel with those safer guys and there's not much upside. So um, after my Tari Eason pick, Robert Covington then went. I think that's good 
good value for him there. He's almost like a streaming option at that point. Um, Kelly Oubre, Poku, who I don't mind as a late-round pick now. I will be updating BallBoysNBA.com's uh, rankings probably tomorrow, so they'll be out for your draft this weekend. And I think Poku will be making an appearance where he hasn't been there before as a late-round fly. It looks like he's starting. Um, I'm not super optimistic. He's still going to have his deficiencies, but he does have upside and he does have the opportunity, like I was saying before, similar to what I'm talking about with the Patrick Williams. So Poku is an okay flyer, I think. After him, John Wall. Not a huge fan of John Wall. Um, I just think he's going to split minutes. Um, Trey Mann went after that. Lonzo Ball. Sure. I think it's fine. There's not a lot of great guys left on the board. Lou Dort after that. That's fine. In a punt field goal percentage, he is worth a pick there. Uh, Kevin Huerta. Eh. Upside isn't huge. Upside isn't massive. So maybe would rather go someone with a bit more upside. Caleb Martin. Don't mind that pick. Just don't expect huge scoring, but should start. I got him in the Dynasty 30 League again. I think I got him at like 209 or something like that. Um, so yeah, I think there's there's a bit of value there. I don't think his ceiling's obviously huge, but um, could definitely beat this ranking and be a serviceable player. And now we've got Styles of Beyond to finish off his 13th round and begin the last round here. So who am I going to want to come back to me? Who's got some upside I might have said Mark Williams before, but man, Charlotte's just going to dick us around, aren't they? Um, Jalen Williams looks really good over on, um, and I'm not sure what happened to my video there, guys. Yeah, it looks like (laughs) <laughs> Looks like the video has just died out on me for some reason. I'm trying to record the draft, but it won't be doing that. So apologies if you have stuck around this late. I apologize, but I will, I will read out these last final picks. I'm not sure what's going on there, but Santi Aldama went there. I think that's a good spot for Aldama to go. Um, yep, yeah, I think he is going to provide some good value. I'm very interested in him as a late pick, last or second last round. Jalen Duran. Maybe a little optimistic that he gets minutes, but he could. I think he looks really good, man. He looks like a bloody beast. He looks like an absolute beast, so um, don't mind him there. After that went Will Barton. Kind of boring picked, in my opinion. I think you want a bit more upside with your last round. Uh, Don't really see the point in Will Barton in round 14. Aaron Gordon, similar story. I mean, maybe a little bit better. Ah, shit. There goes Jalen Williams um, from OKC, who I was hoping was going to make it back to me. He's looking really good in preseason. I think it might be only a matter of time before he's starting. Um, Yeah, so I think that's a good pick. Um, Who am I hoping is going to get back to me? Emmanuel Quickly. Maybe upside in scoring. Do I want Bruce Brown and Denver for some out-of-position stats? Um, Davion Mitchell then goes at pick number 162. Who am I looking at here? Caruso for some steals, maybe. Do I take the swing on... Grant Williams, no. 
Sealittle is someone that I usually like to take, although he wasn't starting in the preseason, so that makes me a little less enthusiastic. Jeremy Sohan is an interesting one. He might get a decent crack at the four. Apparently, they're playing uh, players like Keldon Johnson and um, who was the other one? Doug McDermott, more at the three this season. So, Sohan could be playing. So, he might be my guy here. I do think there's some really sneaky upside um, and some decent chance that he gets some minutes. I know the Spurs typically don't play their rookies very much in their rookie season, but I think that Sohan might be the different... He might be a bit different because of his versatility, because of the lack of depth at that position. So, yeah, I'm going to go Jeremy Sohan with this last pick. Look, I might drop him later, but screw it. It's the last pick, pick 168. Um, You're not going to get much um, certainty here at all. So that is my team there. Guys, what I might do is... um, Obviously, that video went down, but I'll take a little... Um, screenshot of the team here, of the boys, and I will show that to you guys. So, started the draft, obviously, with Giannis, and um, then started, uh, got, who did I get? Um, John Morant on the, on the way right back around. Wish that I got Rudy Gobert at that point, but wanted to then secure my blocks. Reached a little bit for Evan Mobley. It's as high as I would probably go. Wouldn't go any higher than that. Um in saying that, I, I, I do regret, again, I probably would have gone, I should have gone Bam and then maybe would have got Jar on the way back around. But I don't I don't completely hate it. I think I am strong in uh, field goal percentage, which a lot of those late guys helped me back with. Um, the points, I think, with Jar, Maxi, Giannis, even Mobley should be scoring well. Parlo, I think my points will be there. Assists between Jar and Ben Simmons. Um, Giannis will help there. Suggs, I think I'm, I'm pretty strong in points, field goal percentage, assists, uh, blocks. Um, the steals are maybe a little bit of a concern. Rebounds, I should be pretty strong in as well. So I think I am, uh, you know, pretty competitive in, in six categories. So I should fare pretty well in a head-to-head league. And um, yeah, let me know what you guys think and what you would have done differently in this draft. Would you have um, gone with a Bam or a Sabonis where I where I went a, a Morant or a Mobley? Or let me know what you think down below. Make sure you guys are subscribed um, to the YouTube channel. Um, subscribe to the podcast. We've got plenty more content coming out to help you with your fantasy drafts. Head over to ballboysnba.com. Subscribe with the season draft guide and I'll see you guys next time. Laters!